I grew up in a family that was athletic and very competitive. My father played football, basketball, and baseball throughout his childhood. He later went on to play football at the collegiate level. With two years at Snow College, he then transferred to the University of Kansas, where he holds most of the records still to this day. He was then drafted into the NFL and played for six more years. Rolled out, scrambling. No, it was not Stoner, it was Norseth. Mike Norseth who got the call to come into the game. Had never played in a game. That was his first play from scrimmage when he got his feet wet. At a young age, my parents knew I was going to be an athlete. They tried putting me in dance, and that lasted mm, about a year. I was uncoordinated and was running all around. The following year, they put me into soccer, and I was a natural. Even at the age of seven, I was already extremely competitive. After years of soccer, I tried out for the basketball team at my elementary school. A very different sport, but soon I fell in love with it as well. In the spring and fall, I was on the soccer field, and in the winter, I was on the court. By middle school, I was on two different competitive teams. I would race from one sport to the next. I couldn't get enough. I loved playing. As a freshman in high school, I tried out for the soccer team, and I didn't make it. But I wasn't too upset because I knew I had basketball in a couple of months. I made the team and decided that my soccer career was over, and I wanted to focus solely on basketball. I loved playing soccer, but juggling both sports, after doing it for so many years, I got really tired, and I decided that I loved the sport of basketball, and that was something that I wanted to hone in on and really perfect my skill. It made me really sad to stop playing soccer, but I think it was for the best as I was able to have a lot more time. And I was able to join the competitive basketball team as well as the high school team. By my junior year, I was the captain of the varsity basketball team. I played all year round with high school and competitive teams. I loved every aspect of the experiences. I made some of my best friends along the way. Hey, summer, summer, what's your On February 14th of 2020, I stepped on the basketball court one last time. I said goodbye to the best days of my life. I had played sports since the day I could walk. This night was my senior night. My team didn't end up making it to the playoffs this year. This game was the last basketball game I ever played. I felt so much pressure to leave it all on the court and to leave a legacy for myself. Being an athlete was my whole identity. One day I was a basketball player, and the next I was just a student. That didn't feel like enough. With all of the extra free time and nothing to do, I was always bored. And, of course, in March of 2020, COVID-19 started, and the whole world shut down. And so as a former athlete who used to spend all of her free time at practice, with the team, at games, there was absolutely nothing for me to do. And I went through this like period of time where it was like, I didn't know what I was going to do with all my free time. I knew that, you know, COVID was temporary and eventually things would get back to normal. But other than that, you know, I'd look forward to the season every year. I'd look forward to summer camps and practices. And with nothing to look forward to, I felt really, really lost. In the summer of 2020, a few months after the initial lockdown, the high school announced that they were hiring all new coaches for the high school girls team, 
one of the coaches was actually the freshman coach who was then moved up to varsity, a coach that I really looked up to and loved working with. Unfortunately, when I was there, I was a senior, so I didn't get much time to play with him. But from the few experiences I had with him, I thought he was a great coach. And he ended up reaching out to me and offering me an opportunity to help him coach the freshman girls that fall that upcoming year. And I unfortunately turned it down at the time because I was just starting college and moving out and wasn't sure what I was going to do with the rest of my life. But he did open up the practices for me to come help teach the girls and go through drills. And, and it was such a great opportunity for me. But it was honestly so hard to go to those practices because I felt like this identity crisis. Like my friends were still on the team. And so I wanted to hang out with them just like as if I was at practice. But then I had the young girls looking up to me as like a coach figure and trying to teach them. And I just felt so out of place and I didn't feel like a coach and I didn't feel like a player. I just felt like I was there. And so ultimately I stopped going to all the practices and just told the coach, you know, thank you so much for the opportunity, but I think it's time for me to move on. And it was really, really hard for me to do that. And then coming into that winter when I would be in season, you know, I have all the memories popping up on my phone of us at the games and us going to practice. And it was really, really hard to see all that. It's hard to go from having your whole identity as an athlete, and that is what you did. That was what you were known for, to go into, into college as a freshman and having no clue of what I even want to do. I went through all sorts of classes that were interesting to me, like history and math and just getting the basic gen eds done so I could have an opportunity to find something I wanted to do with my life. And I think you know, it's hard and I would just identify as myself as a college student, which is a great opportunity. A lot of people don't get that chance. But coming from that competitive world, I just felt so lost. And also being in 2020, I was always a person that would love to watch football with my dad and not having any sports on TV also made it very, very difficult for me to have that outlet of watching and understanding the sports. And that's been a real challenge going in that freshman year of college. This is a very common thing that we see with athletes that don't go on to the collegiate level. There is a period of time of finding themselves outside of the sport, and this can be very difficult for many. I had the opportunity to sit down with Clint, who is a sports psychiatrist here at the University of Utah. He works closely with athletes and has some insight on the challenge it is to be an athlete. My first question is, um, how do you think transitioning out of sports affects one's identity? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. I think it affects it in uh, several ways. Um, sometimes maybe ways that um, athletes don't don't really recognize right off the bat. Um, but any athlete that's spent a lot of time doing a lot of um, their sport and that's kind of all they've been doing, it's it's hard because that's what's familiar to them and that's what they've used to kind of measure their success and measure their um, identity and sometimes a lot of times their self-worth right like because I've succeeded and I've done so well in my sport that makes me who I am so that transition can be really hard when um, that's all they've really relied on because stepping out of um, athletics and especially for college athletes it's kind of like into a job sometimes or 
there's relatively few that go on to play professional sports. Um, they kind of have to discover themselves again. Um, but our goal a lot of times is to talk to them way before that even happens and help them create uh, an identity outside of their sport. Um, and that's we do that in a lot of ways because even during your sports, sometimes if you're struggling or if things aren't going the way they you feel like they should, you're not succeeding, um, you need something else to fall back on even when you're still doing your sport. So you can still be a great person. You can still be smart. You can still be hardworking. You can still be um, all of the driven, all of those kinds of things, but it doesn't have to revolve around sports. So a lot of times I'll draw like a circle of identity for an athlete and have them kind of fill in circles with what kind of identities they have. And then sometimes I'll erase that kind of sport athlete identity and then have them fill in that blank space because it's kind of a good visual where that big chunk of their identity is gone. And then we say, okay, what other kinds of things can we replace that with? And a lot of times it's not just the things that you do, but the things that you are like, like I said, kind of being a kind person or thoughtful or intelligent or those kinds of things. Well, that's really Uh, good. Yeah. Yeah. That's really helpful. I would have liked to have that. (laughs) Sure. It was just like ended. And I was like, what do I do now? Yeah. What do you do? Right. And I, unfortunately, I graduated in 2020 during COVID right in that pandemic. So it was real just like where do I go from here? Yeah, nobody knew what was going on no. during the time anyway. So, it yeah, was, it's hard. Well, it was, it was hard. Um, yeah. how, is, how important is mental health for an athlete's performance? Yeah, obviously, I mean, I'm biased, but very important, right? <laughs> um, a lot of times it's really hard to, to tease out um, the mental health and like the sports psychology aspect of athletes. And that's why I think it's been helpful for me to have training in both areas, uh, both the mental health and kind of the sports psychology, because yeah, if, if you're not feeling a hundred percent and maybe, you know, biologically you're more likely to feel some depression or some anxiety, um, that's just a part of your life. And you, you kind of have to learn to, to manage those things as well as um, how you perform as an athlete. So I think they're so closely tied um, that sometimes it's hard to, to piece apart the two. But um, the most well athletes and, and successful athletes aren't the ones that don't struggle with mental health. They're the ones that have figured out ways to, to manage it and cope with it and deal with the ups and downs of, of life, you know? And so that's, that's kind of my goal as, as a mental health provider and sports psychologist is to, to give the athletes the skills to deal with um, mental health, whether it's depression, whether it's um, anxiety or relationship issues or injuries or uh, eating disorders, whatever it is, that is going to have an effect on their life and their performance. And so, we can't get rid of those things happening or what they experience. We just have to help them develop skills and ways to, to cope with them. What are some of the common mental blocks that you see with athletes that aren't playing their sport anymore? 
Mm. Yeah. Well, so uh, it's interesting because in my my uh, role, I guess, as a um, in college, I get to see the student athletes between you know their years that they're um, performing, and then sometimes I don't get to see what's going on for them after. Um, but the ones that I do, the ones that maybe have taken like a medical red shirt or disqualification or something and are still around, um, really, I think it goes back a little bit to that identity piece, um, of finding out who they are and, um, not needing sports to tell them that they're a good person or a successful person. Um, and it's also hard too, because as an athlete, you have built in connections with your team socially. Um, you have, uh, easy ways to measure how successful you are, you know, whether you win or score points or whatever. Um, and once you leave that, it becomes so much more, um, ambiguous and you have to find values and, and goals that are maybe sometimes hard to tell if you're doing a good job at, um, but there's a lot of structure and things that are built in for an athlete that get taken away all of a sudden. So, you know, they struggle with nutrition. They struggle with staying active. They struggle with social aspects. Um, and, yeah, again, that identity piece. Do you think sports overall have more of a positive impact on one's mental health or more negative? Yeah, well, I mean, there's a ton of research out there that shows that sports is – um, a positive and we call them a, a protective factor uh, against struggles with mental health and, and things like that. So by and large, it's, it's a positive thing, but that doesn't, um, I guess that doesn't get everything that comes along with sports. Cause there are some negative sides to it, right? Like the pressure, the perfectionism, um, the, the narrow identities that it creates. Um, so for the most part, and especially the physical aspect of it is, is important, um, and helpful, but there's also those things that may uh, have a negative impact, but that's a, a lot smaller, uh, of an impact than, than the positive. Perfect. Well, those are all the questions I have for you. Great. I remember growing up, I would always get the question, what do you want to be when you grow up? And as, you know, an elementary school, middle schooler, I would always write, I'm going to be a collegiate athlete. At the time, I hadn't really decided what sport I was going to choose because I loved them both so much. But I knew that I was going to be an athlete in college. And unfortunately, I didn't have the same drive on the court as I did in my mind. I slacked a little bit in practicing outside of practice itself. And because I chose to play two different sports, it was hard to find one to just hone in on and really perfect my craft. And because of that, I ultimately did not end up playing in college. But I think that that made it very difficult, you know, too, is, you know, that little girl that dreamed of being a college athlete and looked up to all of the players at the time to not making it was kind of almost a hard reality 
And honestly, it didn't hit me until I was a senior in high school. I think there was a part of me that thought that I would always make it. And then when I didn't, it was kind of this harsh reality of, okay, what are you going to do with yourself now? And I think coming into that was very difficult, but I think it ultimately shaped me who I am today. Alexis, a former soccer player, had the opportunity to play at the next level, but her experience didn't last all four years. Tell me about your experience growing up playing soccer. Yeah, so I grew up playing club soccer, and then I did high school, and unfortunately tore my ACL when I was a junior in high school. Um, But kind of recovered from that and played my senior year, which was fun, and then moved on to college, played a semester um, at Colorado Mesa, and um, then, you know, that's basically my journey. That's great. Did you always want to play at the next level? Oh, definitely. It, like, wasn't even a question. Uh, Even after, like, I tore my ACL, I was like, we're going to recover from this and, you know, uh, just keep improving and uh, showcase my senior year to the college and definitely loved every second of it. How was your experience as a college athlete who ended up getting injured and what were some of the mental challenges that you faced in college? Yeah, in junior year of high school, when I tore my ACL, um, that was a battle, definitely. And then um, it was just, I was just faced with a constant improvement mentality. And, you know, it already happened, so you can't really dwell on the past. And you just got to get yourself up each morning and, you know, you see that your leg is a lot smaller than it used to be. And so just every day you can see it grow week by week. And and then senior year, I um, got scouted by Colorado and went to play for them uh, freshman year of college. And um, that was a good experience soccer-wise, but the coach was not the best. Um, also academically, it wasn't the best. Um, the coach ended up getting fired and I left after one semester and then I decided to go to the university of Utah, uh, the following semester. And that's when I realized like, oh man, my college career is over or my soccer career is over. And that was hard because I've just been an athlete my whole life. And so I don't really know what I am besides a soccer player. And so when I got to the U, um, I was in a bunch of math classes, physics classes, and there's not a lot of like athletic uh, people with an athletic background, I would say, or in the athletic department at the U that also take these kinds of classes. So I, I had a difficult time, um, I guess, finding friends and really finding what my identity was. So you talked a lot about, you know, coming into the school at the University of Utah and, you know, trying to find friends and find yourself in this new place that you are. I mean, you had that new experience at Colorado and now you're back at the U trying to, you know, restart almost in a way. And so what were some of the ways that you found to cope with not being able to play your sport anymore and kind of coming to this new position of finding yourself? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, 
it has just been about soccer all growing up, just being an athlete and having that be my whole identity. Athletes are what I historically surrounded myself with and like as friends and um, I don't know, it's, it definitely takes another level of just like putting yourself out there instead of just, you know, joining a team and just having your friends automatically be chosen for you almost. Um, so it's, I think it's really for me just about putting myself out there and, um, making new friends and having good experiences. I sat down with one more former collegiate athlete to tell me about their experience after their sport was over. Elizabeth played all four years of her college soccer career. How was your experience growing up playing soccer? Um, Growing up playing soccer, I started playing at a young age. And then once I hit middle school, I started playing at a competitive level and played through high school. So I know that you went on to play at the collegiate level. How was playing four years? Playing four years was awesome. I played at Pacific University in Oregon. Did you have good experiences at the University of Pacific? Yes, I loved playing there and I loved my teammates. What were some of the mental challenges that you faced playing at the next level? Um, Playing at the next level was challenging. First, because you're with a whole new group of people, new coaches, and I went out of state. So not only that, I had to move out of state. So I didn't know anybody there. So that was challenging in and of itself. And playing with girls who are older than you is always difficult and kind of adjusting to the speed of play and the different coaching styles. How has the transition been from playing your whole life to not playing anymore? It was way more difficult than I anticipated. I, since I played when COVID happened, I had an extra year of eligibility and I thought that I was gonna take it and I ended up not taking it. So I always thought that I was going to stay for that extra year and ended up not. So that transition was really weird for me because I was expecting to play another year and then ended up not. So it was I didn't have so much time to process being done playing because I thought I was going to keep playing. Have you enjoyed having the time off from the sport or do you miss it? Um, A little bit of both. I miss like the team aspect and I miss traveling with the team and playing and But I do like that I get to fill my time with other things other than always preparing for a game or training or everything that goes into being a collegiate athlete. Finally, I talked to one more psychiatrist. Travis had a few words about student athletes and some of their experiences they go through. Okay, so my first question is, how do you think... Uh, transitioning out of sports affects one's identity. Yeah, I think it really affects your identity in a lot of ways. First, um, your like purpose, I think, changes in that like you be yourself as um, an athlete. So what that means, like, I think that has implications on like how you view yourself physically. Um, but also like what, how you view yourself as far as like what your day-to-day purpose is, as far as like training and, um, preparing for like performances. But I think it's also bigger than that. And that when you shift your 
identity from being an like a active athlete to not an active athlete. It changes like your social circumstances with who you are gonna spend your time with. It shifts like your long-term purpose into like what are my goals. And I also think it shifts like your um part of like where you derive value from because there's pretty defined like um measurable things that you can have with athletics that are not as easily measured when you're not an athlete so i I mean i know there's probably like more to say but i think it shifts your identity in a lot of ways when you transition out of athletics perfect how important is mental health for an athlete's performance yeah very important obviously um i would say the majority of athletes have like pretty good mental health because they're doing a lot like to maintain um good like physical health they're actively engaged in something that's meaningful they have supportive people around them but at the same time it's like a high stress environment a lot of times there's a lot of expectations there's a lot of like self-doubt there can be like overly stressful situations within athletics which can like either worsen or start mental health problems. And at some point, and I feel like probably every athlete's career, there's like some mental health struggles and on like the spectrum of mental health, like illness of doing like not being able to function and then like thriving and doing great mental health is like important to all of those aspects for an athlete. I think Like if you're sick with a mental illness, then you're not going to be able to do the things you care about. But at the same time, like mental health um, principles or like practices are important for optimizing how you're doing, even if you're doing well. So I think it's applicable to like all of the spectrum of performance as an athlete. Perfect. Do you think sports overall have a more positive impact on one's mental health or more negative? Overall, I'd say it's more positive. I think when we're thinking about like um, what gives people meaning and like sustained stability and happiness, a lot of the elements of sports, I think, play into that. Like taking care of yourself, again, like having people around you that you can spend time with that are positive relationships having a goal or a purpose all seem like core things to have anyone like feel happy and fulfilled at the same time. If you're like having a hard time outside of athletics, the stress of athletics can definitely um, make life harder and maybe like um, worse in some things that like exist for certain athletes, like really bad anxiety or body image issues or depression those things especially seem to be like a breeding ground for um, like getting worse when you're in a really high stress type of athletic environment. Excellent. Those are all my questions. Playing sports my whole life, I believe truly shaped me into the person I am today. I found new ways to be involved in sports. Since I've been in college, I decided to join intramural soccer and basketball, and I've created great memories off of that met some really cool, awesome people, 
I've also had the opportunity to play the sports that I love without any pressure, coaches yelling at me. You know, the players still depend on me to, of course, perform well, but they're not going to be down and hard on you like it is in high school and that competitive level. It's just a fun opportunity to go out with friends and get the same thrill that you used to get in high school, and I've loved it so much. I also chose a career path in sports. I've had the opportunity to work for the sports marketing here at the University of Utah and to be close to the sports that I love to watch. I'm on the field. I'm on the courts. I'm watching all of it from the sideline, something I could have never imagined, but I have loved every aspect of it. I chose this career because after going through all of the different majors that I could possibly choose, I knew that the only thing I truly, truly loved that I could talk about for hours and something that I wanted to be involved in 24-7 was sports. And that was a big reason why I picked this career. And I may not have continued to play on to that collegiate level like I dreamed of when I was a little girl, but I have found new ways to be involved. And I've created happiness in my life as a former athlete.